Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. <clears throat> now, mandatory NFL don't need to interrupt us if you just jump us. You said it was time for NFL right. headlines, or I did. It's time! <laughs> oh my gosh, can we re-record you saying, no, when they marry? Anyways, okay. Yeah. Uh, we only need it for three more months. Like, yeah. No one cares. I also should probably accept Q1. the music. Q1, this year stands for Quitter. One A. Marie. Well, speaking of maybe quitting, Denver Broncos head coach Sean, ba- Sean Payton says the final decision on Russell Wilson hasn't been made yet. Oh, that is BS. Why is he lying? Oh, God. They did this months ago. They're probably lying. Well, for the season's final two weeks, you know, they uh, sat him, and everyone thought it was going to be an ugly divorce. Divorce, But Sean Payton came out today and said he insisted the door has been closed on a, po- a possible return, saying that no decision has been made yet. He gone. See ya. You can't pay that much for mediocre yeah, play. Right. Mediocre at best. He wore his own jersey. It's fine. Oh, boy. As for the Tennessee Titans, I think now former Tennessee Titans, we shall see. Derrick Henry was surprised. Let's see if you guys were. After six seasons, head coach Mike Rabel fired. Won the division a bunch, AFC championship, and he did it without a quarterback the whole time. I think he's going to get a job somewhere else. I don't like defensive head coaches, so. Why? For losers. The the rumblings, the back alley rumblings, were that he was going to get traded to another team for players and draft assets, but they didn't want to go through the time of all the negotiations, so they just cut him. Mike Vrabel will have a job in the next month. Patriots? Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he used to play football there. Well, I don't know if you guys know that. I, I do know that. Speaking of Patriots, this broke last night. Patriots could bring back Josh McDaniels if Bill Belichick remains with the team as an offensive coordinator. That's the only place he's ever been good. Good enough to keep getting chances everywhere else. Yes. There's, there's really no punchline there. Yeah. Well, uh, Indianapolis Colts owner Jim Mercer isn't doing well. Uh, he is being treated for a severe respiratory illness and will be unable to for- perform with his band. I didn't know he was in a band later this week. Is this cocaine related? <laughs> I don't know. Give me that headline again. <laughs> Ready? Indianapolis Colts owner Jim Ursay yeah. is being treated for a severe respiratory illness and be- will be unable to perform with his band later this week. Okay, first off, he's super soft. Like, what a coward. Like, I have walking pneumonia right now. Jim I'm here with you. Has a band. Well, hold on. Here's what you guys don't know about Jim Ursay, and I know this without Googling. Oh he God. has the most private museum collection of rock and roll memorabilia than anyone on the planet. Like, he has 
my. His rock and roll memorabilia is like, like, like shoot, like legit, like Elvis's blue suede shoes. Yeah. Like John Lennon's good. Like the, the it goes bullet. On, it goes on tour. Yeah. 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 The bullet, they pull it out of John Lennon's head. I think he has that. It's like stuff like that. Okay. So uh, I never knew that until I started reading this. The Jim Mersey band has a scheduled performance in LA that now Jim Mersey can't make on the ongoing Jim Mersey collection tour. And just like you said, Van, I mean, Fred, this tour allows the public to view a unique assortment of pop culture uh-huh. items. Oh, there it is. Wow. Yeah. The only downside to seeing all that cool rock and roll memorabilia is you have to listen to Jim Ursay's band. It, are they good? Over 200 guitars, several of which were formerly owned by famous musicians such as Jimi Hendrix, Pete Townshend, no clue who that is. The who? Prince, Lou Reed, who I'm familiar with because of that one song thing. Eddie Van Halen, Johnny Cash, Les Paul, U2's The Edge, Walter Becker, Steely Dan, Neil Schoen of Journey, John McVie of... Yeah, I mean, there's there's like everything here. This is the whole thing. I, I did it. I, that's wild. <laughs> I'm like blown away right now, and that's my team-in-law. I had no idea. He's a idea billionaire. He, he's got to do something with his time. So he collects artifacts. He, He's been doing this since 1997. What? This is, okay, I have to look up Jim Mercy. He also has the original TypeScript for, uh, I mean, he, yeah, he owns a lot of stuff. I'm not, I don't need to name everything, but this thing is wild cool. Okay, well, I will be looking up Jim Mercy band music on the break. Well, you heard, you better hurry up and go see this collection before he gets healthy again. You got to listen to his music. Have you heard it, Van? It's awful. Oh, man. It's exactly what you think it sounds like. I'm dying to know. Uh, Ray, Las Vegas. Don't let a billionaire sing the blues to you. He has nothing to be blue about. He has Ringo Starr's first drum kit. He has the Gresh 6120. I don't know what that is. a guitar, but it's the one that John Lennon uh, used to write the song Paperback Writer. Mm, that's wild. Bass drum head. I mean, this is crazy. He has George Harrison's Gibson guitar. The one also used in paperback, right? I mean, this is just incredible stuff. Handwritten, the original handwritten lyrics to Hey Jude. Written by Paul McCartney. There's not an amount of money that that's worth. That's the most expensive handwritten thing of all time. He has it. Wow. Where does he keep all this stuff? In a, tra- in a traveling in museum a, show. In a highly insured traveling I, I show. In $10,000 increments in the trunk of his car. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, I'm dying to hear this music. Um, Las Let's Vegas, come back to some. Las Vegas Raiders quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo. Who? Jimmy G. Wanted to talk about his future after a quote-unquote weird season. His response is, I just want to get back to playing. Nope. After Mm-mm. being benched Mm-mm. after being benched six games into his three-year, $72.70 million contract, the quarterback said Monday he just wants to find a way to get winning again, whether it's in Vegas or elsewhere. I just want to play. The jig is up, you sexy Italian. You got man. to play for peak Patriots, okay? Mm-hmm. And then you go and play... For the most talented roster in the NFL, the 49ers, peak Patriots made you look fantastic. For, uh, 
most talented team in the NFL, the 49ers, made you look even better. You're not that good. You went to the Raiders, a Get garbage him. team and a Get garbage him. organization, and you got exposed for who you are. Get him, man. Italian Kirk Cousins. That's I can't that's not a kind way to say it. <laughs> he needs to be a middle-aged model. Put him on the back. For all the people who used to buy Abercrombie when Abercrombie was popular are the same age as Jimmy Garoppolo now. It's trying to make a comeback. He needs to be a middle-aged Abercrombie model and lead their resurgence in suburban shopping malls all across this country. It's a great idea, I, man. I think I've talked to you guys about this before, but allegedly his lady is from my hometown. Have I talked about this on air? The yes, we have. Adult yeah, yeah. film star? Uh, nope. Nope. It's, oh, that's a different lady. It's, that's it's, a different one. They have a different... Room. I'm familiar with that one. I thought that was his girlfriend. Sorry. The Well, I, I haven't... Because he went to Eastern Illinois, which is right by where I grew up. So his lady is allegedly from my hometown. Okay. And I say you put him on The Bachelor. Ooh. You make him the next yes. The Bachelor. Not the Golden Bachelor. No, because he's never won a ring. Salt and Pepper Bachelor. Yeah. What... Uh, what's what's the best Italian seasoning? Baseline oregano, oregano. All right, yeah. So the oregano bachelor, mm. and everyone is like a just like a spicy chick from Jersey. And then at the end of this show, he gets down on one knee and goes, "Hey, hey. will you marinara me?" That's that's incredibly <laughs> good. Oh my yeah. I don't know what paisan means, but he's going to say it a lot. <laughs> Oh, don't hook up with your cousin, Jimmy. No. Yeah. Other possible names. Wait, did you already say marinara? Dang it. Yep. How about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is there more, Amory? Yeah. Do you want me to replay the music? Replay the music. Yeah. <clears throat> Why is hey, it not longer music? Grab your pin and sign this wedding with certificate. Okay. Kind of blood out your joke. There was a good show. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, man. It's okay. Yeah. Hey. Go on. Next topic. It's nice to meet you. Send me some noodles. National winning championship coach Jim Harbaugh. You, you That's know from yesterday. Guy? That yeah, thing yes, happened yesterday. Yes, that, that did happen yesterday. Mm-hmm. Well, this guy just can't enjoy the moment. Okay. Immediately after the game, no one was asking him about the game. They were like, are you going to the NFL? And he wants to make it clear that he just wants to enjoy this. For a day. That's what I said yesterday. I said Michigan will reign supreme. So just He's going to enjoy it last night and all day today. And then tomorrow, there'll be announcements that he's flying to Los Angeles to speak with the owner of the Los Angeles Chargers. And he'll be the next coach of the Chargers. This is all going to happen in the next 48 hours. And who's his quarterback? Tom Brady. Justine mm. Abair. Offensive coordinator Tom Brady, maybe. Do you think so? <clears throat> no, God, no. He's making way too much money next year calling football games. All right, so apparently there's already an Italian version of The Bachelor. So the what? Italy, the country, has The Bachelor, and it's just called Il Bachelor or whatever. So it's it's not Il Bachelorette. Yeah, it's not even that clever. It was announced today that the Pittsburgh Steelers are ruling out offensive linebacker T.J. Watt for the playoff game versus the Bills, which I think this means the Steelers have no chance. No, they have no chance. 
The Steelers are 1-10 without T.J. Watt on the field. It's a guaranteed L. And the only game they won, they had to pull off a miracle. Without, I think, their best pass rusher. I just don't think there's any change. Who would be the Italian bachelorette? J-Wow? Would you call it the Prego bachelorette? Let's go. Hey, she can't do this episode. She's on the ragu. You're welcome. Oh, my God. (laughs) Miami Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel. Ciao. Says zero people are concerned with wide receiver Tyreek Hill's recent drops. I didn't even know that was the thing. Neither did I. That's why I got the headline. It's not a headline. I mean, I saw one last week. They're talking about the one time he dropped the ball. 505-246-0610. Miami Dolphins fan, is this real? Has Tyreek Hill been dropping balls? I saw one. Yeah. Is Hard Knocks over? Yeah. I didn't didn't watch the last episode. All right. I'll watch watch There was one more after the Christmas episode. I didn't watch the last two because I thought it had been over. The Christmas episode crushed. It it? was really. I got to go back. It was super good. I got to go back. Okay, two more. Don't say it like that. No. Act like you enjoy your job, Amory. Jesus. Do, I do enjoy my job. <laughs> Ugh, two more stories. Okay, ex Bears quarterback. There's been many. So he's, a, <laughs> he's an ex Bear and he's also a quarterback? Yes. That's wild. How much does that cost in NIL money? Uh,. A lot. Do they shave him? Do they have to declaw him? How does he learn how to throw a football? I got a lot of questions about this ex-bear. Okay, so this is what... I want you to guess who the ex-quarterback is. He thinks Justin Fields is the answer to the Chicago's franchise. Which Chicago Bears ex-quarterback was it? Well, definitely not Jay Cutler, because Justin like Fields him. is black. Kyle Orton doesn't care about talking to anyone. Yeah. No one asked Kyle Orton. No one asked him. Jim uh, Miller has a show on Sirius, so there'd be a chance it could have been him. Uh, was there one name? McMahon. It was McMahon. It's got to be. It was McMahon. No, wait. I know who it is. Who? Was Cordell Stewart there? He talks a lot. <laughs> it's Chase Daniel. No who? one's made more money in the NFL. Dude, Chase Daniel. Dude he's played, crushed. That's why I wanted to throw because I forgot. He played. I, he played two of his 13 NFL seasons with the Bears. I love Chase Daniel. University of Mizzou, like, went to Missouri. He's a Mizzou guy. Showed up in the NFL. Was not six foot tall. He's not six foot tall. And he just got paid as a backup for 13 years. He's he's the most, how do I say this? He's the richest quarterback in NFL history per pass attempt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chase, Chase Daniel career earnings. I'm going to get it to you before we go to the break. I agree with Chase Daniel. Me too. Justin Fields is a dude. 40, Give some help. $41.8 million. We got to hang out with that guy. I don't think that's that far-fetched for hey, me. In As a month. He'll probably be in Vegas, and I'm going to have to Google what he looks like in case I run into him. Have you ever seen a white guy? Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. That's him. Did he play this year? For whom? 
I don't believe he played this year. All right, we're going to have to confirm might that. Might be a free agent. Well, I think he's going to be a free agent forever. Let's see. He retired in 2023. Uh, Officially or like? He had no choice. People be like, man, just say you're retired now. We're not calling your agent. Super Bowl. Yeah. Did he? With the New Orleans Saints. Did he though? He did. So apparently he started 69 games. Nice. He just took a job with the NFL Network. So he will definitely be at the Super Bowl with us, and we're getting him. Let's go. Oh, I'm sorry. He played in 69 games. Nice. He only started five. Oh, that is the, <laughs> that's so that's sweet. the best job ever. That is so sweet. He's my new favorite quarterback, too. I want the Vikings to pick him up. His show is called Chasing It. What is it about? I believe it's about football. Ah, boo. He's doing it with Trey Wingo. Trey Wingo's a dude. I know Trey pretty well. Trey's a dude. I think we could get Chase on the show very quickly now. We've had had Trey Wingo the last two years. I have his cell phone. Like, we could just get him. Well, give him his cell phone back, dude. What the hell? Okay. Two men on. (laughs) 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. And welcome back to the program, Duke City. Two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Your second favorite host of this program, Fred Slaw, to step away to take a uh, Zoom, a Skypey boy, a little meeting for Duke City Championship Wrestling. You know, we wear a lot of hats here at Talk ABQ Productions and Two Men On. Lucky for you, you got me, one Van Nunley. Right on the other side of the glass, still with us, Super Producer Amory Castillo. Amory, you got your Indiana Pacers uh, yeah. hoodie on right now. Oh. Are you caught up? I mean, now that it, now that Christmas has passed, are you actually watching basketball? <laughs> are you yeah. waiting till after the Super Bowl? Well, no, I I um I, this is when I get into NBA, right, and then right before the All Star break, and then I get really into it, man. So. The Pacers scored 150 points four games in a row. The over has been cashing in with Indiana Pacers. They have one of my favorite players on their team, too. Oh, no. Who is it? Oh, why do you say, oh, no, like that? Because it's sad. What's not sad? Who's Who's your favorite player? James Johnson. Oh, okay. Blood sports. I thought you were going to say Hallie. Um, I, I like a lot of players now. This is the, it's it's funny, um, ha, not having to watch Indiana Pacers, but being an Indiana Pacers fan is a lot like being a Minnesota Viking fan. It was easy to transition to watching them because mm. they a uh, small market team have a lot of good players, and then they just ruin it. Yeah, because they can't they can't just quite take that next step. No, they no, were no. so close with Reggie Miller. I mean, the, the Reggie Miller and Larry oh. Bird year, like, I thought they were really going to do it. They did mm-hmm. not do it. But now they got a really good young core, and they got a guy who, if you didn't know, is the baddest dude in the league. James Johnson is... <laughs> I thought you were going to say Tyrese Burton. Oh, he's good. He's a good player, but I'm talking about, like, a bad dude. Like, yeah. don't run into this guy in a dark alley and say something oh, stupid. Oh, that's what you mean. Dude. James Johnson. His nickname's Bloodsport. If you don't know who this guy is, both of his parents 
are black belts what? in multiple disciplines of martial arts. And he himself is undefeated in professional kickboxing. What? He is a significantly better kickboxer than he is a basketball player. But obviously, the pay scale is wildly different in the NBA. I'm like blown away because I didn't I didn't know that. And I watch a lot of Pacers basketball. This guy came up on our radar a couple years ago. We did a we did a segment on him when I, when I found out like what a bad dude he was because James Johnson, James Patrick bon- Johnson, better known as Bloodsport, he's the person that Draymond Green wishes he was. James Johnson doesn't have to elbow people, doesn't have to rip people down from a layup, doesn't have to kick people in the nuts. Doesn't have to choke out people. Doesn't have to step on their chest. Doesn't have to try to twist people's ankles. Doesn't try to trip people when he's running by them. James Johnson doesn't have to do any of that stupid Draymond Green stuff because he's an actual badass in real life. Thank you for sharing that with me because I had no idea. Draymond's annoying and... I don't know if you know a Draymond, but Adam Silver talked him out of retiring. He wants to retire, Van. I was going to get to that after a little more James Johnson talk. James Johnson is 7-0 in MMA. What? And 20-0 in kickboxing. He is a legit bad dude. No one is messing with your best shooter when James Johnson is on your team, because he has the ability, I'm sorry if this sounds hyperbolic, to kill you with his bare hands in seconds. I will say that again. He is six foot eight. He is undefeated, seven and zero oh in MMA, real professional fights, heavyweight. He is twenty and zero oh in kickboxing. He is the bad dude of all bad dudes. And you don't, you probably like just regular, okay, 6'7", not 6'8", excuse me. 6'7", two, in between 240 and 250. 36 years old in Cheyenne, Wyoming. You don't know about him because he's been a role player his whole yeah. career. He's the first defensive guy off the bench. He comes in. Uh, locks locks down your center or your power forward, plays great defense, grabs some rebounds, takes a foul, and goes right back to the bench. That's probably why you didn't know about him. Yeah, now I know the most about him because you brought him up, and um, he talks a lot of trash, which, if done right, I can respect. Sure. For MMA fan out there, UFC, uh, earlier James Johnson this year, Claimed he could be UFC heavyweight John Jones if he worked on one thing, which is grappling. And people uh, are upset that he said that. Why would they be upset that he said that when it's partially true? John Bones Jones, Albuquerque legend, is one of the greatest in the sport. James Johnson doesn't want to get beat up every other month for a career. So he'd rather play professional basketball and make 10 times what a UFC fighter would make, and then get to fight once or twice in the offseason. He's undefeated. I'll say it again. He's undefeated. If he did put all of his time and effort 
into this one thing, he might be the best to ever do it. He's six seven two fifty. I want him to fight John Jones. I'm going to vote for this. He ain't got a lot of time. Thirty six ain't no spring chicken when it comes to no, MMA fighters. I was going to say he's uh he's he's older than I thought he was. He's been in the association this whole time, but he's just never been a star. John Jones is also thirty six, so they're the exact same age. Bloodsport has three inches in height on him, about 10 pounds in weight on him. But they can agree on a weight class and then fight each other. I would love to see Bloodsport immediately retire and be the best UFC fighter. Just immediately retire from being a bench player in the NBA to being the best fighter in the world. Now, he mentioned the John Jones comment like, Back in September, but I just can't believe I didn't know any of this. And I watch a lot of Pacers basketball, and I bet on Pacers basketball a lot, Van. As one should. Especially when it comes to the over. Not money line, over. Like their ages, you wouldn't have bet the over? (laughs) James Johnson, I did not know he was um, 36 years old. Yeah, he is a bad dude. He is everything Draymond Green wants to be. Never no. will be. And let's talk about Draymond when we get back. Perfect. Draymond Green talk on Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the Sports animal. It's a fretless almost last hour with your girl Amory and the one and only Van Nunley. And this isn't really villain music. Not, not enough. Um, I should have done a better job producing when uh, talking about Draymond Green. And Everybody you, loves Draymond. Uh, everyone loves Draymond. That's why we have you here, Van, for, for the... For the punchlines, for the for the witty puns, uh, I am over Draymond Green. Uh, my resolution in 2024, I might have broken my gambling resolution. Okay, but we, I we am know definitely you. hoping Draymond Green is out of the NBA sometime in 2024. We need to stop enabling him, as in we, as an Adam Silver van. Adam Silver. Convince Draymond Green not to retire during his suspension. That is what we call enabling, and we need to stop. Okay, you you mentioned enabling, but it's a different psychological impairment, and he's being abused. This is the behavior of an abuser. You got busted cheating. Draymond got caught cheating. And instead of saying his sorry and reforming his life and going to therapy and get better, he doubled down on it and said, oh, you're going to leave me? Well, I'll just kill myself. Ah. That's the kind of abusive, crazy girlfriend behavior that Draymond Green and Adam Silver's dealing with right now. Instead of Draymond Green taking time off to actually work on himself to where he's not a giant pile of garbage handing out cheap shots like flyers on the street corner 
and really improving himself as a human being, realizing that his behavior, he's not the tough guy. He's not the enforcer. That's blood sport. That's James Johnson. He's the real deal. Draymond, you are the imitation. You're the great value. You're the Kirtland signature. You're no James Johnson. You're soft. That's why you cheat, and that's why you cheap shot people. So instead of working on a behavior that can make you a better human being and eventually a better teammate, a better basketball player, you go, well, I'll just quit. Gross. That is coward behavior. That is abuser behavior. And Adam Silver fell for it, hook, line, and sinker. Oh, Adam Silver talked me out of retirement. No. You psychologically manipulated friggin' Dracula to buying in on this non-story of you being reformed and you wanting to quit and he talking you into it. That is BS. You didn't want to work on anything. You didn't want to fix yourself. So instead you said, well, I'll just quit. Coward. No. And he went on his own podcast, the Draymond Green Show, and quoted, I'm going to read this long quote to you about Adam Silver. I told him, Adam, gosh, let me get the dramatic music going. Please. I told him, Adam, this is too much for me. This is too much. It's all becoming too much for me. And I'm going to retire. And Adam said, you're making a very rash decision, and I won't let you do that. Draymond Green said Adam and him had a long, great conversation. Very helpful to me. Very thankful to play in a league with a commissioner like Adam, who's more about helping you than hurting you, helping you than punishing you. He's more about the players. Give me a break, Van. No, he pulled one over on Adam Silver, and now he has to say nice things about him because you can't say, you see what I just did to that sucker? Only had to miss like 10 games, and he's already bringing me back. I choked out a dude and kicked another guy in the nuts, and then I sucker punched another guy, and I only got a 10-game suspension. Isn't that amazing? Look what I did. He can't say that. So now he has to take the high road, the fake high road, and be like, well, you know, we had a great talk, and he really talked me into not retiring. I was just overwhelmed with this situation. That's abusive behavior. Also, Adam Silver's a cuck for believing all of this. You're soft. I would expect more out of my Nosferatu than being hoodwinked that fast by Draymond Green. And then, of course, another crybaby in the NBA, if you didn't see. Phoenix Suns star, according to uh, ESPN, Kevin Durant said Monday night he is glad to see Draymond Green reinstated and that he meant no ill will or harm when he said last month that he hopes the Golden State Warriors star gets the help he needs following what has been incident after incident. Are you kidding me, Kevin Durant? This is all drums. Kevin Kevin Durant has to say that. He's so soft. Kevin Durant has to say that. Every player in the association who didn't get personally choked out or sucker punched or technical fouled or kicked in the nuts or tripped or brought down or stomped on their face or if you didn't have if you didn't get Draymond by Draymond Green in the last decade then that's the stance you have to take it's a brotherhood you have to have each other's back of course Kevin Durant's gonna say 
oh, you know, I hope it's, he, it's for the best. He's going to be reformed. Uh, Adam Silver has his back. We're, we're glad he's feeling better and he's coming back to the association. He has to say that. He can't say Draymond's a little female dog who makes all of us look bad. He can't say that. That's what most people want to say. It's like this isn't how we think or act or behave. He's not the example for the class. He's the exception to the rule. He's an embarrassment to us. And now what I have, I've already lost a lot of respect for Kevin Durant because I think he's soft. And then he backpedals and he, and he keeps saying that he's glad he's back. Where Draymond Green is upset about Kevin Durant and what he said. And he wants everyone to know he is not the same Draymond as he was in 2017. And the reality is he's not even close to the same Draymond as he was in 2018. What does that even mean, Van? He's the same Draymond now. He's terrible. This season, this very season, you try to choke a guy out. You sucker punch somebody and you kicked a guy in the nuts. Why are you talking about 2017 when this is happening right now in 2023? You can't take two weeks off, go to three telemedicine appointments and say you're cured. That's not how it works. You don't have Aaron Rodgers' magic bullet. You can't just, Draymond didn't just do a bunch of ayahuasca in a dark room and figured out that the uh, butter's better than margarine. Like, that's not how life works, Draymond. You have to put some real time into this. Says someone who's been mentally ill their whole life, and it's a constant battle. This upsets me. I'm over Draymond Green and Kevin Durant. You can honestly can miss me with both. They're over and you know John what? Morant. They stay in 2017. What? That's some big time some karma. Grown ass man and have some accountability. Yeah, and take the proper time off to help and fix yourself. Three weeks off, ten or eleven games. That's not enough. You're an embarrassment to the NBA, and you're an embarrassment to parents who let their kids watch the NBA and see your behavior and have to apologize on your behalf. You don't want young kids to get eyes on that kind of stuff. Sorry, I just, I just, I, I, I've never liked Draymond. I think he's a punk. I think he gets away with it all. Yes. It's not fair. I understand the NBA is a business. I know Adam Silver. I don't know. I don't think the Golden State Warriors are, I don't know, is the dynasty over, Van? Why would Adam Silver want to keep this guy in the league? He doesn't care about players. He cares about money. Well, Adam Silver got suckered. He got hoodwinked. He got P.T. Barnumed by Draymond Green. Yeah, I mean, he, he has to act. I mean, Adam Silver has to act like he's doing the right thing, that he cares about his players. He wants to be the air quotes, you know, players commissioner. He's not. He's there to make money for the owners. That's what you're there for. And if if we're talking about Draymond Green for good or for bad, I mean, this the story's true. All publicity is good publicity. We're talking about Draymond Green. We're talking about the NBA. We could do three hours on the NFL, every single program, and no one would bat an eye. Of course, it's us, so we would sprinkle in pop culture and sports adjacent. Yes. But we could only talk about NFL and no one would bat an eye. They would be just as entertained, just as happy with us as they always have been. But, of course, we're going to talk about all the sports. 
And we're having to talk about, instead of Nikola Jokic's greatness, and instead of this young up-and-coming group of really interesting, really cool NBA players who are fun to watch, we're talking about this idiot Draymond Green who's been doing this for a decade. And still, the NBA, Adam Silver, is just going to eat it all up because it's free publicity. I'm over it. I'm over it, too. They should have let him retire. Adam Silver shouldn't have said, oh, my God, I mean, what are you, you, you basketballs your whole life, but your whole spirit, you know, you got to do what you got to do, Draymond, to help yourself and get back on the court. Where's a, where's my glass of blood? Um, I'm over it. <laughs> I, I get it because he's Because he's, he's Nosferatu, yeah. Uh-huh. All right, I'm glad we got that out, Van. Did you get your Draymond venting out for the day? Yes, but there's more we have to Let cover. him retire. There's more I have to vent about. Let him retire, you cuck. <laughs> there's a lot of, obviously, NFL coaching rumors. And it just broke recently that there's a playoff coach that could take some time off. And I'm going to tell you who it is after the break. Sound good, Van? I'm in. You're listening to 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports. Oh, man, friends of the show. Welcome back to the end of the second hour of Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. It's a fretless rest of the show Tuesday. Girl Amory and Van holding it down. And now, Van? We have to change the name of the show, Amory. What, two girls on? Yeah. Two two woe men on. on. (laughs) I like that, actually. Because... From the queue, J-Bell, just, just like joining us. What a, what, up? what an amazing surprise for this week. Hi, J-Bell. Hi. Well, I thought I was going to be on this week. I was told yesterday. Yeah, you, you were. I'm sure you were, though. And nobody texted me, so I was like, uh, let me go see before I leave. You can always uh, come over here. The positive reception that we have every time you come on, J-Bell, is overwhelming, and we'll have you on Whenever the hell you want to come on. But you guys are Hopefully it's once a week. Right. But you guys are here the majority of the weeks. We have to set a actual day. But sometimes they get a last minute booking. So we got to figure it out. Okay. Okay. But you could still come in here because I'm here. Oh, we could still have you on. Right, Van? Of of course. Oh, see, I didn't know that part. You come in whenever. Okay. Yeah, you can go in there and hang out with A. Marie. You can go out in the community and hang out with us wherever we are. Or every once in a while, we're here in the studio, and you can hang out with us here in the studio. Well, I love it all. You know, I will come and support my fellow people all the time. Now, Van, what do we have on deck for this lovely J-Bell Tuesday? I love the dichotomy that we have right here, right now, is one guy right here in the middle. I'm I'm Switzerland when it comes to sports. It's like two girls and a guy on. Whoa. <laughs> Hold on, pause. This is getting weird. Yeah, but Joy, I'm here hey, don't just listen to this. Watch this one on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. So I like sports, but it's not my whole existence. So I'm mm-hmm. kind of in the middle here. But I want to get the opinions from you two lovely ladies. One, Amory, who is a sucker for sports. And it's one, J Bell, I think you're completely indifferent. So I want to know. How do you deal with your man when you're in A. Marie's corner and love sports or when you're in J. Bell's corner and just doesn't care? So who's going to – we going first? Who's going first? Well, we got to take a break. Okay. 
right. I'm going to think of my thoughts. When Stay we get soon. back. There you go, Van. When we get back, two woe men on. <laughs> 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal.